He tells us several times in the Word that He will never leave us or forsake us and that He will always be with us. And I believe that every Christian man has had some occasions to test that promise and found it true. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Let me wish all of the fathers here today a happy Father's Day. Well, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I didn't have to wonder where my dad stood on most things. I knew his position on spiritual things, on politics. I knew how he felt about business issues, especially I knew how he felt about sports. I knew him well enough that there's no question that I know there are some things I would never hear him say. For instance, I would never hear my father say, Son, why don't you let your hair grow long and over your ears? I never heard my father say, here, son, take my credit card and go have some fun. That was never going to happen. I never heard my father say, son, what's taking you so long to get some tattoos and some earrings? You just have to know my dad. But you see, my father said a lot of things. But there are some things I know he would never say. And I'm using those silly examples today to share with all of my fellow fathers here today that there are also some things you will never hear our Heavenly Father say. And it's the same things that our Heavenly Father never meant for us to say to our children either. It's no accident, you know, that the Word references God as our Father so many times. God isn't just the omniscient creator of the universe. He's also the creator of the family. And throughout the Word, He revealed His character as our Father in heaven. And so through His character, He leads every man by example on how to be a father. So here are three things that our Father in heaven would never say. Our Father in Heaven would never say to His children, You aren't good enough. Because God loves us. And He accepts us. And you might say, Yes, but does He accept everyone for who they are? The saint, the sinner, 
The outcast? I can tell you the answer is yes. He accepts everyone. And we know this because Jesus accepted the loved and the unloved. And he only did the will of the Father. Does he condone your sin? Of course not. Will he accept you and offer you the gift of salvation? For sure, he will. It's easy for us fathers to feel like we're not good enough. Even Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? I'm not worthy. We know we fall short sometimes, especially in the role of father. But listen, God didn't make us feel that way. Because our Father in Heaven never said, You aren't good enough. The second thing our Father in Heaven would never say to His children, I don't have time for you. You see, God not only made us, but He has a huge investment in us. He gave His only Son to save you and I. It's safe to say that He has an intense interest in being with us. The Word says that even the hairs on our head are numbered. In Jeremiah, the Lord said, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God wants to spend time with us. And if it doesn't seem like it to you, it's not God who's making you feel that way. Because our Father in Heaven never said, I don't have time for you. And lastly, our Father in Heaven would never say to His children, never, never say, I'm leaving. He tells us several times in the Word that He will never leave us or forsake us and that He will always be with us. And I believe that every Christian man has had some occasions to test that promise and found it true and found our Father in heaven faithful. And we all draw strength daily from the knowledge that our Father in heaven never said, I'm leaving. You know, those three things that our Father in heaven would never say are the very things that fathers do say to their children that has caused the tragic disintegration of the family in America. You're not good enough. I don't have time for you. And I'm leaving. But I want the fathers here today to be encouraged and to be empowered to be a better father simply by remembering that your heavenly father never said those things to you. And that's why your identity in Christ is secure. And that's why your destiny in Christ is assured. And it's why you also should never say those things to your children. We have to live a life in front of them that says you are good enough. I always have time for you. And I'll always be here, no matter how difficult things get, as your father 
I'm not leaving. Aren't you glad that our Heavenly Father did that for us? Well, I am. Right now it's time to give, but I want to pray for all the fathers. Heavenly Father, we pray blessings on the men of Bethesda today. Bless their families, their health, their marriages, their work, their finances. Lord, I pray that you would lift them up. Let them learn and let them lead. Give them wisdom like you've never given before. Lord, would you open their hearts, penetrate their minds with new ideas, bring them to a new level of prosperity for the glory of your kingdom. And Lord, I ask you to give them the courage to step out in faith and receive what you have for them today. Did you know the moment that a man becomes a father, his destiny and calling is to be a leader to his children? Stay tuned to hear three simple steps to becoming a great leader. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there. Let's just give all the dads a hand. You don't have to stand. Just You can say thank you. And did you know that this is the 100th anniversary of Father's Day? Did you read that? Isn't that fantastic? I think they should have like fireworks and all kinds of stuff today. I haven't heard anything about it. Okay, well, for the last several weeks, I've been studying the subject of leadership. And I've read about some of the greatest leaders in history. I've read about Alexander the Great, about Napoleon... Sir Winston Churchill, to name a few. And I can tell you, there are some wild stories and there's some great wisdom to be learned from those leaders. I also found there were some great leaders in the Bible, like Moses and David and Solomon. They were all different, and yet in their own unique way, they became great leaders. And again, there are some great lessons in leadership that can be learned from those great men of faith. But... Even though there have been many great leaders throughout history for us to be inspired by and to learn from, and even a few to despise, I don't know why I'm surprised through my studies to find out that there is only one example of the kind of leader 
who will always serve you in the best possible way. And I'm talking about our Lord Jesus Christ as leader. Even though he was largely mis misunderstood by his generation during his time here, we can find with his life, his words, and his deeds most everything that we need to know about leadership. And it's especially important today because I believe as Christians we are all called to lead in some way or another. You see, we follow Christ, but we are to lead others. And the moment that a man becomes a father, his destiny and his calling is to be a leader to his children. John Maxwell says that a, a leadership is defined as having influence on someone else. And when we become a parent, our best opportunity to influence someone presents itself like never before. And in almost every case, we most certainly will influence our children. But the question is, will we be a good leader or will we be a bad one? So Jesus Christ shows us how to lead. And the first thing we see about Christ as leader is Jesus was humble. He led people by example. He walked beside them, not in front of them. He talked to them, not at them. He didn't require expensive props to assert his leadership. He had a humble attitude. The Apostle Paul would later say, your attitude should be as that of Christ Jesus. And then Jesus learned how to follow before he led others. That's right, he wasn't seeking a position of leadership. He was seeking to do his Father's will. He said, For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of the Father. Great leaders always learn best by following a great leader. And in our case, of course, that leader is Christ. And then Jesus showed us that great leaders must have confidence that turns into boldness. Now, in this area, Jesus was amazing, and he was always consistent. Jesus had such confidence throughout his life. Why do you think that was? Well, I'll tell you. He had confidence because he knew his purpose and he prepared for it. He had confidence because he knew he was right. He had confidence because he knew the source of everything. His Father in heaven could and did back up everything that he ever said and did. Jesus as leader. And finally, Jesus showed us that great leaders are team builders. We just look at how he invested so deeply into his disciples. They struggled at times to grasp his kingdom message, but when all was said and done, the disciples were prepared and they were committed to carry the gospel around the world at any cost. As their leader, Jesus knew how important and necessary it was to spend time with those he, he was to lead. You see, Jesus not only gave us hope and showed us how to live, he showed us how to lead. I want to share something with every father here today that should encourage you and inspire you to be a great leader. After the Lord was resurrected and he spent some time with his disciples, he took them up on a mountain where he was about to ascend to heaven. And he took all his confidence and all of his leadership skills and he gave it to them. He said to them, go 
and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then he said, by the way, this was the cliffhanger. He said, I'm going to be with you all the way, all the way to the end. That command, that promise that he made to them on the mountaintop, he made to you and to me. Your destiny, Dad, is to be a great leader because of Christ. Because of him, you can lead. You can influence. You can encourage. And you can inspire others to live an overcoming life in Jesus' name. The word says we are more, more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. So we can be leaders in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? <laughs> Coming up next, learn how your financial condition should have nothing to do with your happiness and contentment in the Lord. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. We'll return after these messages from our sponsor. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Okay, someone once said this. Well, I've been rich and I've been poor and believe me, rich is better. Has anybody ever heard that line before? Well, you have to admit that it's our human nature to agree with that statement. Most of us strive or wish openly that we were richer. But I think we should examine that just a little closer. Remember when your mother said, be careful what you wish for? Well, that kind of applies here. Because when we pray God's will for our lives, it usually involves including Him helping us be successful at something. But when we're sincere, we have to also be willing to accept whatever position that we're put in, including one that is lacking financially. Why would God ever want me to live in poverty? Well, God doesn't want you to live in poverty. But I can think of several reasons why He would let you be there. I mean, he could want to teach us through hardship to trust and depend on him. He may know that you would struggle spiritually if you're faced with too much prosperity and know you aren't ready for it. And many times he doesn't want us distracted, tempted with materialism or power at some particular time in our life. 
You see, the Lord wants to bless and grow our whole person, as well as financially. But he knows it's not always best for us. It was Jesus who said to his disciples, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. We've heard that a lot. But what we forget is that just a few verses down from that, it said Jesus beheld them. Now beheld, I looked it up. That means he got their attention. He made eye contact. He meant for them to understand what he was saying. He said, with men, this is impossible with... with no, excuse me. He said, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. You see, what Jesus was saying is that riches are either a blessing or a curse. And while it can be a tremendous blessing for a faithful Christian, the sad truth is most people can't handle prosperity and keep Christ the center of their life. So I hope the young men especially are listening to me this morning. And I've spoken to many young men. And I sense only too well the smell of ambition because I was once just like them, driven to succeed, determined to be young and rich. But the lessons learned on that track were, were brutal. And it blinded me and it distanced me, distanced me from the fellowship that I should have had with the Lord. What I learned during that time is this, that making money is not the purpose of our life, but it can get in the way of it. And our financial condition, rich or poor, should have nothing to do with our happiness and contentment in the Lord. You will be rich and miserable. And you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. I don't know if Jesus ever spoke a more powerful truth that targets this particular generation than when he said, For what will profit a man? To gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Forward. I want to say again, God wants to bless us. And he wants for us to prosper. But much more than that, he wants us to grasp the internal view of things. He wants us to recognize that our life here is but a speck in time. And if we truly want the formula for success, you'll find it again in the words of Christ. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. 
trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.